hard and early. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the Conor McGregor fight on the television. I'm cutting my Lost Angel by Caldwell. Because of the fight tonight, even though he doesn't own it anymore, we're going with the proper 12. And I'm even going to follow up tonight on KG from last week. And I'm going to bring out the Deer Park sparkling lemon water. But to say all that, welcome, welcome to the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs brought to you by the Sideline Junkies. This is me. It's me. It's the Nubian Sumo JBG. And on my right, I have the big guy, KG. And on my left, I don't know who the fuck this is. <laughs> Coming to the light, Carolyn. Coming to the light. Lord. It's supposed to be Don. It's supposed to be the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, but maybe he's maybe maybe he's trying to be Sabu tonight. Uh, maybe he's maybe he's trying to you know invade somebody's country. I was trying to pay tribute to Jinder Mahal, who actually has some action this week. <laughs> now it could be, uh, you know, uh, thrift store MJF. Thrift store MJF. Okay. All right. All right. Do your thing, brother. And mm. to end mm. off my, my senseless plugs. No, at least that's a Carolina. Throw my throwback Jerry Stackhouse joint. Decided to pull that out tonight. I got something to say about that. Um. <laughs> I got something to say about that. I'm sorry. We Go we, we got to discuss this right now. <laughs> James, you, you may not know this. And I know wherever Ben is, I know the Midnight Rider is somewhere around. But uh, we had this discussion on one of our weekly shows about the 93 Carolina team. They beat the Fab Five. Chris Webber timeout. You know, he dragged the foot right up in the corner timeout. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was 11 years old when that happened. I cried for three days. Like, I'm talking boo-hoo, like I lost my best friend crying for three days. My mother being a North Carolina fan, she, she loves North Carolina team. She loves the state. She decided to go to North Carolina and bring me back a championship T-shirt. And I had to accept it and wear it. I am still bitter. 28 years later about that and that well and the thing is if stackhouse and all those guys from the 93 team they would have played there all four years of eligibility they would have been with uh jameson and carter and a coda and all those guys whom i absolutely love and it would have been probably one of the best star-studded north carolina tar heel teams ever if they could have played together but I'm still bitter about that 93 loss. And for you to have that Stackhouse jersey on, I'm bitter towards you tonight. So you and I <laughs> will not see eye to eye tonight. Thank you very much. Well, good job, James. You turned heel already. A certain, a certain listener, viewer of ours, Mr. 
William Thompson, other known but other known to us as Ch the Chief Raj, has a similar story to you because he can't stand the Tar Heels because of the '82 loss <laughs> for from Georgetown. <laughs> y'all need to get y'all old behind beef together. That's all y'all got is some old beef. So that's not an old beef. So anytime we, anytime the Tar Heels come up, he gets this look on his face, and I'm like, look. As many as much fun as you used as we used to have on Carolina's campus when we were in college, you can't be holding a grudge. He's like, no, no, you and should have got his ring. You and should have got his ring. Yeah, he got robbed. I was like, <laughs> so yeah, you you and Raj now have something in common. <laughs> you and should have three beast. rings, man. Old behind beast. <laughs> well, gentlemen, we had a. Uh, some nice fun that started this week. We started going back to the crowds. AEW, as we talked about uh, last week, is the first out the box. So uh, let's talk about it. So AEW had that road rager this past Thursday. But when we're talking about themed uh, televised programming, for lack of a better term, it was going up against uh, NXT's Great American Bash. So uh, we, we had a lot of feeling and emotion and, and uh, surprises, for lack of a better term, um, being from the AEW side. And, you know, NXT, anytime they do anything themed, is going to be phenomenal, and it's NXT. So, you know, they can put that work in. So my first question being posed to y'all, since you can't see eye to eye, I'm assuming y'all could be on separate sides of the coin with this, is, who actually was better? Did AEW's Road Rager pull it out with, you know, so, some big events and, and and debuts and and surprises like Aleister Black uh, or Malachi Black uh, now in AEW, or was it um, NXT, which had you know arguably one of the best matches between um, uh, Adam Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly? So, either one of you guys, I guess James, uh, if you want to go first, since uh, you're the ugliest one in the center of the screen, so I'll let you go ahead and and comment first if you like. Ugly? <laughs> Where the fuck you get ugly from? The mirror. No, every the mirror. The mirror that you're looking at. Every time. That's where you, you get ugly it. from. Your mirror every that you look, you look at. Into it. This motherfucker. Oh, See, I, I didn't. I didn't push you over the edge last week, so. I doubt KG has the heart to do it, so I got to go ahead and do it myself. Well, I mean, if you want to commit, no, see, see K, K, KG not only has common sense, but he yeah. has respect. Just so unlike right. unlike you, wow. I just called you out saying you don't have the heart to do it. He go ahead like, nope, he's smart. He's just not going to do it. He's just going to mark out the entire show and you know just his total line. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to total line, but his you see that thing. pressure right there. No, here's the thing. Is I don't have performance anxiety. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got the goods, hun. I don't have performance anxiety at all. We'll see. We'll see. But one thing about James, I, I I can't I can't do him too dirty because uh hopefully sometime in the near future we can take that ride and we can come down and, and that's gonna be my riding partner. He got things that, it was a show that you wasn't here. He 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 put some stuff in the perspective that I had been getting wrong for years, and I, I like I got too many questions. I, I I need them right now, so I can't piss them off. 
And I know that barbecue supply getting real short right about now. Man, my barbecue supply been short since the week after you delivered it. Coffee pays you off in barbecue. It don't take it don't take much, man. You know, hey, everybody's got a price for the Nubian sumo. Oh yeah, same same thing for Cameron Grimes, who is now a butler. But taking it back to NXT's Great American Bash and uh, the Road Rager, James, it's on you. Who won? I can't really give either one of them the Duke. I'm giving them, you know, really? I, they, I can't, I can't say whether one of them was better than the other. I mean, uh, AEW had their surprises, like you said, with Malachi Black, and you know, and everything that went on with that. You know, the little surprise, the little thing with um, the little extra excitement with what? What was the name? What he called himself on Twitter? The fat bastard yeah. trying to get into the ring with. Um, yeah. Uh, Jericho and MJF and whatnot, you know, and then you had what pretty much was the savior for NXT was the Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly match because I mean, I mean the re- I mean other other than other than the uh, NXT women's tag titles changing hands, surprisingly, you know uh, that was about the, that match was the only thing. That was about the only thing that went on with that uh, whole thing because you expected Cameron Grimes to lose. I mean, you, that was that was no surprise. So yeah. I I put them like neck and neck. I can't I can't say one over the other myself. That's, that's right, just what about, what about you, KG? You already know how I feel about uh, Great American Bash. I'm absolutely positively pissed that it's no longer a pay-per-view. I think that's a that's a disservice to Dusty. It'll always be a disservice to Dusty in my and opinion. the fact that they started that show off with the cold open with Dusty speaking. That was that was another slap in the face too. Of course, of course, they're gonna do any type of dig they know they can do just to get that rating spike. I mean, it did do fairly well in the ratings. I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time, yeah, that's one of those low shots that Cody and uh, Dustin are just letting you know just slide right off the back. Don't even care. Because no. it's still, at the end of the day, from what Cody Rhodes said in the interview, it's still glorifying Dusty's legacy. At the end of the day, we could be mad about it, like oh, or we could just say, you know what, our dad put some things forward, and it's still alive and breathing today, and they're giving him top billing for the creation so as long as nxt is up and running you know dusty is going to be uh praised yeah when, when, when it comes to greatest on the mic giving a promo dusty's got to be praised because i think he is greatest on the mic i'll give rick flair uh the 1a but you know dusty's got to be praised but don't disrespect the man's legacy by not making a great american bash a pay-per-view not it could be an NXT pay-per-view on a Saturday. Yeah, it, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, it should be a, a separate pay-per-view. But just for comparison, going back to what I was talking about, uh, about the legacy, everything or almost everything Dusty has touched that has been a pay-per-view or, 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 or a gimmick match or whatever, you know, you hear his name. No disrespect to this Hall of Famer, but how often are you watching the, the Royal Rumble and they're mentioning this is Pat Patterson's idea? Mm. They hear it once in a while, 
but it's not that often. Anytime, like we're talking about it, Great American Bash, you think Dusty. Yeah. You know, NXT and a lot of talent, you think of Dusty Rose before, you know, Triple H became uh, the true face of NXT currently and things like that. So, you know, the strap match we had in AEW um, this past weekend at the uh, week at the Road Rager. Again, you think about, you know, Dusty and a lot of the NWA talent that, you know, came before that put those matches on the map. Hell, they even mentioned his brother um, and some of those uh, strap matches he had in uh, WCW. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. I just take it as, hey, it should be a, a true pay-per-view. Uh, just so also like Starcade, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, nothing else, but... What do you guys think about the feel of the, um, the crowd with it being, I guess you could call it, it looked almost like a, a, a packed house. And just, uh, do I have it on this one? No, I don't have it in uh, in this book. I mean, I wrote a different one uh, to have the capacities and everything. But it looked like uh, uh, for almost 8,000 people, I believe, uh, where they were could see. So that, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, it, it was pretty impressive. You know, it was good that they had the crowds back, but you could tell with some of the wrestlers that they need to get back to their timing and their interaction with the crowds because you right. you can tell that they they haven't been around them in a while. And uh, just the way that they were stopping and starting, you know, trying to trying to include them, but not necessarily pulling it off like they had been in the past. You know, it's just it's just a matter of getting back into the swing of things, but you know, well, uh, yeah, it was good to have the crowd back. I would say, James, one thing you also have to take into uh, consideration, because uh, that's the first thing I noticed, is that the hard camera, which typically would be where the crowd was, was actually on stage or behind the stage. So it, it did take some of the talent get, to get used to the hard camera being beside, especially in the, the beginning matches, because you saw all the spots were facing the fans. So right. all the, the, the face uh, emotion and everything else, we're not seeing. And then uh, gradually, as we started to get towards the end of it, you know, you saw people like MJF and, and Jericho and everybody playing to um, uh, the, the, the camera and the crowd. So I think that also could have been a, a little bit of a, a get used to moment. We'll have to see how next week's set is going to go with the next venue, uh, because each one is is different in reference to it. If they can have the the center location for the ring, or if it's uh, you know kind of like a amphitheater, you know, uh, type of design uh, like we had last week. So you know everything had to go down and straight, almost like Daly's place, except it had a lot more uh, height to it in reference to where the seating was. So. We'll have to see how that plays out. But, uh, KG, what about you? What do you think about the sound of the fans and, and everything uh, this past week for AEW? Uh, it's good to have everybody back. I'll tell you that. Um, but And Ben says uh, Malachi Black was a thing. It was such a thing that even Jim Ross didn't even know what was going to happen. So, yeah, that, that was beautiful. Uh, K-Fabe is real, ladies and gentlemen, once in a yeah, while. And that's well, the I, I've said I said that in the past shows. Like AEW is doing well, that's one of the main things that AEW is doing very well. They're keeping secrets like that and not letting them leak out 
and it's a surprise to everybody whenever these things happen as they should be. So I give them kudos for that, you know, because nobody knew that he was coming, especially the um, the announcers, uh, uh, Jim Ross and Excalibur and Tony Schiavone, because mm-hmm. they didn't even get his name right. Yeah, they called him Tommy Inn. Which oh, he, hey. which he is what is which is his name in the independence. That's mm-hmm. what he was going by on Twitter, but they didn't him. even realize that he was coming, and so they didn't even know that his name was going to be Malachi Black. Yep. So they had to switch that on the fly, you know, as as they were as he was coming in. But yeah, I, kudos to AEW for trying to maintain some form of kayfabe. Well, and when I saw that are. tweet, that's the first thing I thought: kayfabe is alive and well. Stop thinking that it's not. <laughs> It is alive and well. As long as we're alive, kayfabe is alive because we keep up with it. Yep. We don't reveal industry secrets here. And you know uh, who the biggest winner is? Uh, it's Andrade. I'm, hoping, I'm assuming it's the lawyer <laughs> that realized that uh, Alistair Black's contract, when I'm saying Alistair Black because we're talking in WWE time, they never <laughs> transitioned his non-compete from the 30-day for NXT to the 90-day for main roster. So he was notified that, hey, um, I've just got 30 days. So after 30 days, he's good. And he was in talks at that point with uh, Tony Khan, and that they concocted a plan, and then it is what it is. So it was just, you know, the only end people was Tony Khan, uh, a couple members of security, and uh, Malachi Black. Hmm. <laughs> and that was it. But uh, and the writing going out, in and out of the um, – uh, that was doing a Cody match uh, was actually part of the plan. They should have did it one more time, but uh, that was all part of the plan from uh, what was being revealed as well. What were you saying, KG? Let me ask you a question. And everybody mm-hmm. listening, you guys, tell me this. Don't it seem kind of funny? Uh, Malachi Black shows up at AEW, right? 30-day non-compete clause. Oh, shit, we fucked up. Then all of a sudden, let's bring... Uh, 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 his wife back. back. Yep. Like it, it, it just seemed like the time and just I smell a conspiracy, but I might be wrong. I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I might be wrong. No, 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 no nothing wrong there because um, there was some internal rumblings about bringing uh, Alistair slash Malachi back to WWE after you know he was let go. So just like Samoa Joe, they, there was some thought process in there, and they were trying to figure out what to do with him. They just took too long. And, you know, hey, right opportunity. Uh, the question is, again, like we talked about last week, uh, what's the uh, the big carrot that the WWE had to have dangled to bring Zelina Vega back? Especially knowing that she knew that her uh, hubby was going to be heading to AEW. So that also we'll have to wait and find out if that caused ripples in her relationship with the WWE because now is she going to get the Lana treatment? Is she going to be going through tables every week? She's in Money in the Bank, so does that mean her Money in the Bank opportunity is done? She's she's in it, but she's not going to win it. You know, she's going to win it anyway. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, if they was going to go do a shock and awe opportunity, that, that's one of the things that I would do. Now, the shock and awe opportunity would be Liz Morgan. 
No, no. she's in. Boy, I don't think that's shocking at all. I'm not. It, it's I'm overdue. Not, I'm, I'm saying, it's overdue. I'm not really. I'm saying shocking all as far as out of all the eight women in it that she would be least likely, but well, she is deserving. I'm she not is deserving. Thus far, for if they do the right thing, she would be my front runner. But we'll, we'll get to that next week. As no, we no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. But don't jump on my boo bandwagon now. I'm not don't, jumping don't, on the don't. bandwagon. I'm just saying, what would be we, we, the we smartest play? All she needs is this guy. <laughs> what would be the smartest play? Because they've been kind of laying down a foundation for it with every week thus far. She's been coming out, getting in um, uh, Sonya Deville's face. Why did you pick me? Why is Carmella in? Why is this person in? Why don't I have an opportunity? Why are you not giving me uh, my credit, my just due? And then this past week, you know, she found out that she was in because Carmella gets the opportunity that we know she's not going to win, but she gets the opportunity to go up against uh, Bianca next week live uh, since Bailey is out. So, well, yeah. are we talking about this now since this was no, on the notes? Not there, not there, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, since just, you know, just, are we I'm skipping? Just, no, no, we're not skipping. I'm just painting a picture that. The you know you've almost got the whole puzzle together for her to win, if they would have go that direction and pull it off. But there is that Zelina Vega X factor. They actually gonna let Zelina Vega wrestle. Well, the fact that you brought her in and that Alistair is over there, instead of doing the Lana treatment, the smarter play would be to go ahead and give her the money in the bank, make her a bigger star, and say, hey, she's the breadwinner. She's making all this money. She's doing all this. This is the, the, the greener pasture that you should have been in had you have returned our call or made the decision to come back to WWE. Mm. So, you know, just, just, just to be, I guess, reverse petty, um, well, you can do that too. Well, me as a husband, if my wife has a chance to become top star in a rival company, baby, go do it. Because guess what? I'm going to do what I got to do. It's not gonna be well. She's a bigger star than me. I hate this bit. Nah, dog. It's all about chasing and securing the bag. We gotta well, secure I'm, the future. Also, what happened? I'm just saying that for no, no, I know. TV, I know. She's you know champion and she's having big moments. He's mid card wrestling. That that's what I'm talking about. So it's just sticking it to you know like okay, you had the big surprise, but yeah, where are you at? Here's where she is, and this is where you could have been if we would have brought you back in. Hell, that's I, I even though they're even though they're in the same company, you can say the same thing about Bianca and Montez. Montez Ford. Ford, yeah. You know, everybody. You know, Montez is like, damn, I can't hardly hit, hold the damn tag titles, but damn. And they should have never lost the tag titles, but I ain't gonna get in there. Well, you know, well, but but you know, but I mean, he's, he's not, not saying that. He's like, go do your thing, boo. Yeah, get that, you know, that check. Hey, Make sure they cut that check. You recognize <laughs> she's more of a polished. Jim, she's that that once in a lifetime talent, you know, not knocking anything that he can do because Lord knows he can fly and get that height and he makes it look good. And uh, Dawkins is a good compliment to him, but they're still a young tag team. Mm-hmm. They still got a lot to prove. They're like a young New Day. It took uh, a while before they, they get to the point to where they're number one on the uh, WWE all time greatest, you know, list, which, you know, we know they should have been Killer Bees. But, um, Still won't admit it. Still won't admit it. We three years in and you still won't admit it. Don't you talk bad about jumping Jim Brazil. So, uh, <laughs> but Bianca, I mean, that's, that, that's that, you know, that once in a lifetime epic talent. 
Like they will never let her go anywhere. Whatever no, she, no, they, they should, they should but, but you know, they they prone to slip up. They gonna find oh, a banana peel at some point. They gonna find that one patch of silicone and they gonna slip. Just like they always do. Yep. So transitioning over to that's just Nubian since you're over here talking about uh, implants and stuff like that. So hey, uh, nobody talking about no implants, boobies. Silicone? How you slipping on silicone? In? Uh, there's 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 silicone in like a can, or they you can pour silicone. You know, like, you that see that's you and your dirty mind. It's in boobies. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some weird titties. I don't know where, where we're getting this from, but either way, allegedly you, allegedly you have you a second. You mm-hmm. start, you, I'm going to start calling you Red Velvet. Because you always stirring the pot, and then you forget. <laughs> then you all, all of a sudden forget what you say. I'll show you some Red since you all have No, 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 no don't show me nothing. Don't show me I'm, nothing. The warning, is all, the, the warning was given before the show started about you. I missed that. The warning was given already. Well, it was saying keep top on, but ain't saying nothing about bottoms. Oh, oh is that cheap, how we Cheap pop, cheap it pop. Is. Come on, man. She, she runs things around pop. here. You just had a baby right there. And you smell like a new baby. Mm. Oh, you see yourself. You see yourself on that side too. You see yourself on every screen, don't you? Can I have this? Go ahead. Don't, make that, don't, make, that, don't make that little girl vain. <laughs> nah. I, I can't even talk bad about you now that we got tender ears. So uh, She can't all, hear you. Only I can all, hear you. All I got to say, James, is, you know, it's nice to talk to you tonight, man. I got to say how good vibes, like Door to Explore or something. You touching the mic? Oh, boy. You're going to drop 16 bars before we leave? Oh, see, even the baby got him drinking water. That's the power of the cuteness right there. It the <laughs> compels you. The power of cuteness compels you. Come on, Satan. Go ahead and do your segment. Satan? Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get into this uh, That's So Nubian segment with you all. Uh, I went into a whole lot of stuff with everybody on last week, like catching everybody up on uh, every of all the uh, title, uh, who's holding all the titles and the pay per views that are coming up. Uh, right now, MLW is having their Battle Riot three at this point time at um, 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. It started at seven o'clock. For those who are able to watch it on uh, the Fight TV network or wherever they are, um, you can uh, wait until the 24th, where BN Sports will be showing it for free. So if you have BN Sports on your cable outlet, then you can uh, find it there. Uh, you can look on their YouTube page to see where else you'll be able to find it because they're actually going to show it after the 24th on uh, for free on some other outlets as well. Um, to go back over that card, uh, you're going to have um, Davey Richards versus TJP. Uh, uh, the Von Erics, Marshall, and Ross will be wrestling Team Filthy, who I found out will be uh, Tom Lawler and Kevin Koo, uh, which is part of the tag team that I was talking about, Violent, Violence is Forever, within that group, within that faction. Uh, Richard Holiday will be uh, facing K- 
King Muertes for the Caribbean title, the ICW Caribbean title. Um, and you'll have the Battle Riot, which will include Alex Hammerstone, King Muertes, uh, Mads Kruger, Richard Holiday, TJP, Myron Reed, Calvin Tankman, Gino Medina, Ares, which is a, 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 a luchador out of AAA, Kevin Koo, Savio Vega, um, EJ Induka, which is one of the NXT guys who was released recently from uh, WWE, um, Lee Moriarty, um, Gringo Loco, Kenshi, Ross and Marshall Von Eric, Aramis, which is another AAA wrestler, King Mo, Buku Dal, Alex, Alex Kane, uh, Davey Richards, uh, Sean Davari, and Kit Osborne, who I let you all know was the uh, son, the kayfabe son of Lance Von Eric, um, who is supposed to be um, going after the Von Erics in revenge of their father, the way their father was treated back in the old world-class days. So um, again, you'll be able to watch that um, 24th uh, on free on free access. Uh, you can check out YouTube and see um, what's going on there if you can find it there. And um, you can definitely see it on BN Sports uh, on the 24th uh, to check that out. Now, as far as Impact, they have their Slammiversary event on next Saturday, which is the 17th. Oh, or is that a Sunday? I can't remember. Uh, today is what, the 10th? So that'll be Saturday. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, actually, again Sunday because Sunday is uh, uh, WWE's pay per view. That's money right. in the bank. Right. Okay. So, um, some, some uh, matches that I said that I mentioned last week that I thought were going to happen. Uh, Rosemary is, and um, and Rosemary and Havoc will be defend will be getting their uh, knockouts women's championship title shot against Fire and Flavor. Um, the um, tag the tag team match that I thought was going to happen TJP and Follow Bob versus uh, Violet by Design is actually going to be a four way match, which is going to include those two teams, the Good Brothers. And Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Really? So, so it's going to be a four-way. It's going to be a four-way match uh, for the tag titles. Um, Diana Perazu has put out an open challenge to anybody that uh, saying that. Well, it wasn't really an open challenge. What she said was was that she could go up against anybody anywhere and not know who she's going to face because uh -huh. she had a she had an open challenge the week before. And um and wound up retaining her title. So Gail Kim came out and said, "Okay, since that's the case, then you will have a match defending your knockouts title at Slammiversary, but you will not know who it is until you get into the ring." So we're going to see what happens with that. Now it could be a lot of different people. You know, the ninety day, the ninety day. The 90-day uh, uh, clause is ended for a lot of people with it that will let go of WWE. So you got a lot of people who are in the mix, and you also have some people that could be involved from AAA because, remember, you have the Fabi Ap Apache title versus title match coming at the end of August, so they could start incorporating AAA into their 
you know, into their shows to try to push that match. I'm not expecting Deanna Perazu to lose her title to whoever it is because they've already got that match uh, set up and uh, signed for and started um, promoting it. So um, it would have to be something really, really big for that match to change and uh, have Triple A say, okay, yeah, we still want the match, but whoever the champion is, we want them. So um, we'll have to see how that goes. What about Tessa Blanchard? Why couldn't? You know, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't want to mention a whole lot of names and whatnot, but yes, Tessa Tess Black. I'm that would be the big one that they'd be like, okay. is on that list. Um, you also have Chelsea Green, mm -hmm. who has put out on Twitter that she has a new theme song. She has new gear, and that her uh, ninety-day clause ends in four days. That was earlier today, so she would be available for next week's pay-per-view if that if if that's if, if she's the one that and she does have history with uh, TNA and Impact. So, right. so it, that she's I, like I said, I didn't want to go into a whole lot of different names because there are too many to mention. But those would be the main two that I would look for. Uh, Tessa Blanchard and Chelsea Green to fill that spot for that match. Now, uh, as far as the NWA is concerned, um, on the last show, the Pope did retain his television championship against Sal Ronaldo. Um, this would be his sixth title defense, successful title defense. Now, the one of the rules that they have for the television championship at NWA is that if you have seven consecutive successful title defenses that after the seventh match you get a shot at you can trade it in or turn or cash it in for a shot at the nwa world's heavyweight championship and his next title uh challenger has already cut stepped up to the plate which is the great american smash tyrus oh my gosh that guy <laughs> So um so he's um so he's put himself in the ring for uh, for that. Uh, I'm not sure as to when that match will happen. Uh the uh they may wait until the 73rd anniversary to have that match um for uh back in, in um, August. Um I did say last week that it was in Kansas City. That was my mistake. It's actually in St. Louis where the chase is. So um there will be a St. Louis uh, it will be the day after the um, all-women's pay-per-view NWA Empower uh, that's going to be booked by uh, Mickey James. They still have not um, named any uh, people, women, who are going to be involved in that match. But it did come out on Twitter today. And, uh, uh, there was an interview done by Jimmy Wang Yang. I don't know if anybody remembers him from WWE. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, or even in Impact, he was one of the flying Elvises when the, in yeah. the beginning of TNA. Um, he actually had an interview on Lucha Libre Online where he said that he and his daughter, Jazzy Yang, has actually been in discussions with Mickey James to be involved in this uh, pay-per-view. So he has he so he's got a daughter that's in the business that he's trying to get started and she is saying that she wants to try to uh start some careers with this pay-per-view uh i'm not sure if you all remember but it was an nwa 
it was an NWA pay-per-view that got Jordan Grace started. Got that mm-hmm. put Jordan Grace in the limelight. So um it is possible that somebody could come out of a pay-per-view and start a start a very lucrative career uh coming out of a pay-per-view from the NWA. So yep. um now um on that same show Chris Adonis ended up uh winning back the national the national heavyweight championship defeating G- JTG so um we'll see so the, uh, the national title is back with strictly business along with the women's title with Camille and the world's heavyweight championship with Nick Aldis so right now the only person without a belt is Tom Latimer and uh I think they're going to be looking to have uh Latimer and Adonis try to go after the tag team championships at some point, which they've been doing here for a while now. Uh, on to Ring of Honor. Uh, there have been some additions to the women's world title tournament, which uh, the ter- the, ter- the uh, tournament brackets will be released during um, Best in the World on July the 31st. Uh, well, excuse me, not on July 31st. I'm sorry. Um, it'll be uh, on July 17th. I'm sorry. So the Ring of Honor and Impact will be going up against each other for pay-per-views. Mm. Uh, so um, the, uh, the best in the world uh, to pay-per-view will be on July 17th. Um, uh, the, the names that have been added that have rounded out the list are Marty Bell, Holiday, and Sumi Sakai. So they've got 15 people. They add, they wanted to add a they wanted to add a young lady by the name of Ali Rex, but uh, she who was invited, but she had to decline due to an injury that she had to her knee during a match that she had two weeks ago with one of the uh, entrants, Max the Impaler. So she wasn't able to uh, accept the um, accept the uh, invitation. Now uh, there are. The, the brackets are pretty much filled except for one spot. Uh, uh, there are 15, there are 14 people, 14 women that are in right now. Uh, Angelina Love got a first round bye by beating Quinn McKay about a couple of months back in a match that gave her that first round bye. So there's one more spot that's available on the bracket. And that will be determined when um, on third. Um, this will be on uh, in a match soon where Quinn McKay will will go up against Mandy Leon, which is Angelina Love's tag team partner in the in the faction Allure, the Allure. So um, whoever wins that match, well, Mandy Love, Mandy Leon is already in. So if Quinn McKay wins this match, she'll be able to fill the last spot. Which is what I'm calling the monkey spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for those who don't, <laughs> for those who are a little old school like me, you remember the monkeys, the monkey brothers back in the old NWA. Uh, they had they, the, during the first Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup, there was a tag team out of California that held the California Tag Team Championships and came in uh, to in the 64th spot for the tournament. They had a television match against the Mokey Brothers. The Mokey Brothers wound up beating them for their belts. So Jim Crockett came out and said, well, since you've beaten the 64th team and you've taken their belts, you might as well take their spot in the tournament. 
So they wound up going up against the Road Warriors, and you can think, you can imagine how that went. <laughs> but they were they were going to end up leaving anyway to go to a California um, wrestling organization, another another fed in California. So you know it was good for them the way that they went out that, that in that way. You know right. it was very good for them for to, to uh, be to be in that position. So. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the 64 spot I in wrestling, the last spot I used to call the Moki spot. So, yeah, that, that that's just that's just something on me. Uh now Jonathan Gresham did retain the Pure Championship against Fred Yehai for the uh Pure Championship. So, he will be facing Mike Bennett during the uh Best in the World pay-per-view. So, um like I said, that will be on July the 17th. And we'll be looking forward to seeing that. I'm not sure which one I'll be watching <laughs> Saturday. Uh, I could watch both of them at the same time, but you know, I want to try to give attention to both of them, give them their just due. So we'll actually see next week because I'm sure it'll be during the show, during our podcast, that I'll be watching it. So I'll reveal that at that time. Um, uh, as far as uh, in uh, New Japan, not too much going on. Uh, that's El Desperado did defeat Taji Ishimori last this morning to retain the Junior Heavyweight Championship. And tonight or tomorrow morning uh, for us, it'll be uh, Naito and Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi for the Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Um, MLW, um, Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman has now been released or his contract has ended with MLW and he came back to life and he is all Brian Pillman Jr. Thank you. Thank you. I have to say anyway, a contract like that. Anyway. <laughs> and he oh could. God. And he could. It could happen. So Brian Pillman Jr. has uh ended his contract with MLW and he has now signed an exclusive deal with AEW. So Good for him, you know. Uh, he's been he's been pretty much one of the mid card mainstays, and you know they 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 they're enjoying his presence there very much. So um, so good for him on that. Um, last thing I want to bring up is um, uh, we were talking about MCW uh, on last week. Uh, KG brought it up, and I wanted to uh, try to uh, bring some light to the. Um, pay-per-view to, to the show that they were that he mentioned last week uh, which is going to be on the 24th in Joppa it's going to be called Resurrection um I'm not sure as to the card uh but they did post a poster for it and on that poster was uh Leo Rush who was their television champion a young lady by the name of Gia Scott who was their women's champion you've got a heavy um Ring of Honor presence, which is going to be um, Shane Taylor Productions, all three members, Brian Johnson, Ken Nix, Ken Dixon, and Joe Keys. Joe Keys, they've been kind of pushing on the mid card here recently. Um, the Varsity Blondes will be will have an appearance there, and also you're going to have an appearance from a man by the name of Sam Adonis. Now you may remember Sam Adonis from me talking about AAA. The triple a triple mania show not too long ago um uh for ray de reyes uh the show that they had 
He also calls himself El Rudo, which he, he he's wrestling in um, New Japan Strong and in the NWA. He can't call himself Sam Adonis because of Chris Adonis in the right. NWA, so he calls himself El Rudo. But he's also a member, uh, one of the founding members of a group called La Impresa, which includes the Puma King and Diamond uh, Diamond Azul uh, in that faction, which is uh, wreaking havoc within AAA at the moment, which will probably have a, uh, a big uh, part of the Triple Mania main um, uh, event. Now, he's also, as I mentioned before, the brother of Corey Graves. So, um, but he, but he seems to be doing very well. He's a very, he's a very technical style wrestler. Uh, he's a very good heel. I mean, not quite MJF good, but more like, uh, I would compare him more to El Fantasmo. So, uh, yeah, he's very, he's very, he's very good at what he does to be so young and to be so new into the industry. He's, he's somebody to look out for. Uh, here in the future, so I would keep my eye on him, and I will be keeping my eye on him and keeping you all posted as to what's going on with him, as well as some others that may come up to come along the pike that we will see in one of the mate one of the top three at some point. So, any questions, gentlemen? Anybody? Anybody listening? Anybody watching? Uh, put it in the poll. Put it in the uh, the comments so that we can KG can put you up. And uh, we'll answer any questions for you. Well, I got a question. Is it smooth? Actually, okay. <laughs> Let me preface this by saying that I don't really get into a whole bunch of celebrity endorsed or owned beverages. Okay. Proper 12 was once owned, which he's just sold it recently by Conor McGregor. Mm -hmm. Now, it's a nice under $20 bottle. You know, this I would put it along the lines of Jameson. Anybody that likes Jameson, it was it's going to be on the same taste level, same strength level, same everything. Um it's a nice it's a nice everyday drink. This is something that some if somebody was coming off of work and they needed it and they one of those that like to have a nip, little nip before they go to bed. This is one of those, this is one of those bottles. Like I said, it's a nice cheap bottle. It's not cheap as far as taste or as far as, you know, rock gut or anything like that, but it is a nice under $20 gym that I would recommend to folks if they just needed something for the cat, for the, for their counter. To add to their collection, so yeah, okay, it's, it's pretty good. Right. Nice. What, what I, I mean, you were taking a sip, so I said I'd ask that. But my original question is I thought Leo Rush retired. Why is he still holding a, a he's fulfilling a, a all he's fulfilling all of his contractual obligations? So as long as they need him, I guess they'll keep him, and as long as he's getting paid, I guess they'll he, he'll continue getting paid. But apparently Stop. he is supposed to be retired. Stop playing my emotions, man. Stop mm -hmm. playing my emotions. Because if you contractually obligated, you should have took also the big check and do both at the same time. Exactly. Run AEW and do MCW when they have a show. 
Yeah, but he could, he probably has more room to move with MCW than he does with anybody else. So he he his contract won't be as oblig obligatory as it would be yeah, with AEW. I mean, you know, looking at the loop, we're only talking Florida and Texas. It's not like they're moving anywhere. You know, they're not traveling to California yet or anything like that. So you know, the Florida Texas loop, he could fly back, do his show, go back to AEW. No harm, no foul. Everything's good. But, you know, I guess Leo does as Leo does. Leo does what he wants to do. I wonder what Mark Henry has to say about that. It's like, no, they hugged it out. Yeah, yeah, we had a conversation. Yeah, they hugged it out. And now you're gone. Interesting. I think Mark Henry was probably the reason why he got into AEW. Off of Mark Henry, the strength of Mark Henry saying, hey, this is what it is. Mark did say he knew that the intent was there for them or the interest was there for them to bring him in uh, before really Leo saw the writing on the wall. So who knows? But let's talk about other intent or mm. influence or mm -mm. repeat offenses or habit or you could throw the big a word out there addiction uh or you could throw the big c phrase out there common sense um all this alluding to uh this past uh earlier this week you know i believe it was monday night jimmy uso uh was once again arrested for driving under the influence not his first time not a second time not his third time he has been through uh over these last i guess what maybe james let's say what about four or five years yeah um he's had, uh, quite a few instances most of them are in florida so you know a couple of them were out uh while they were touring but most of them while he's been home in florida so we're at this crossroads again but this time i'd say even though he was champion before and to punish him which unfortunately uh jay was collateral damage they had to drop the belts as punishment and then you know work their way back up and stuff like that but now he's in super main event um position along with his brother and roman roman's teflon so this isn't going to touch roman but the the issue with it is that the ratings skyrocket when this storyline is present who you drop in and drop out it could be edge at this moment it could be the the daniel bryans or it could be anybody brock lesnar is who they mentioned this week uh doing a promo it could be anybody you could just drop in and drop out but the key steadfast uh superstar is roman so consequences We've already seen uh, collateral damage. KG, I know you're ready to talk about it, so I'm going to give you the floor. Being Naomi's, uh, which is uh, Jimmy's wife, her Twitter, I'm sorry, no, was it Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Her, her Twitter, she took it down because fans and their infinite you know, negativity in some instances are saying that she is the reason why he is constantly having DUI issues. So... I'm assuming she did the right thing for sure, just 
nip that in the bud so you can't post any negativity if there's no posting capability so she deactivated her account but i look at that as collateral damage <laughs> because all she does is post you know dance videos her and lana and stuff like that nothing crazy nothing controversial she's not even posting to supplement storylines or anything like that which we all would like to see more of the Samoan dynasty start to come into play with all this, especially on a female end between her, Naya, uh, and uh, Tamina. But that's, you know, other opportunities down the road. So she's collateral damage. His brother potentially could be collateral damage, but he's also, Jay, is wedged himself a little niche uh, being the right-hand man of Roman. So he can kind of survive this. But again, my question to you guys, taking it to you, is consequences. What what could be the consequence? Should there be a consequence? Should he go to rehab? I mean, should he take him off TV for a while? Fine him? I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think? KG, I'll let you go first because I know you were chomping at the bit. You and I sent the uh, pretty much the, the forward about that Naomi thing almost at the same time. And yeah. I you in Twitter, and then you popped it um on uh whatsapp so here's my here's my thing now I'm, I'm gonna start with naomi because this is the this is where it truly pisses me off let me move this mic over in front so i don't have to lean to the side um here's my thing to those people that decided to bully Naomi over something that her husband, a grown man, decided to do of his own volition. I hope tonight when you lay down in your bed or cot, sofa, dungeon, whatever the hell you sleep in, I hope your bowels have hot coals in them and you got to go shit them out. You 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 bullied a woman, dog. You bullied a fucking woman. And you did that did that make your dick hard? Did it make did, did it make your nipples hard? Did it make you come? You bullied a woman over what she, what her husband did. Tina, she's the reason? Are you serious? This woman does not bother anybody. Anybody. Never a hint of trouble, but you're blaming her for what a grown ass man did? That's like blaming my wife for what happens to me. I make my own damn decisions. If you call yourself a man, you call yourself a wrestling fan, you call yourself a woman, but you're bullying somebody about what their significant other does, go get yourself a 38. Load it all the way around, put it under your left breast and pull the fucking trigger. Kill yourself. Uh, by the way, I'm pouring this for KG. Yeah, because I, I can't drink it, but yeah, Damn it. I'm pouring this one for KG because he need it right now. Yeah, <laughs> really. The whole situation pisses me off because everybody makes mistakes. If you don't believe that everybody, especially in the industry, everybody makes mistakes. Not everybody is squeaky clean. Jeff Hardy had a problem. It may come down to the consequence being that you have to split the Usos up. You have to let Jimmy go. Let Jay flourish on his own. Let Jimmy go. 
That may be the consequence that you have to do. Let him get himself together. But he has to want help. He has to admit that he has a problem. That's step one. Step two, he has to want help. Step three is getting the help that he severely needs. Now, when they say under the influence, that could be just like DWI, DUI, under the influence, intoxicated. It could be anything. Under the influence of what exactly? Well, no, it was alcohol, and he blew a whew, he blew a number. Let's just okay. put it out there like that. He he blew you know one of those target numbers. Like, yeah, you need to go to jail just to cover <clears throat> up for for your for your health. You need to go to jail. If so that's, that's the case, that's and he doing. feels that he needs to drink like that, I'm gonna need him to look inside himself and see what he's doing to his body. Your body is your money maker at this present point. Number one. Number two, look at what Scott Hall went through with the alcohol. There's your, there's your cautionary tale right there. Luckily, it, it ended in a better happy ending because he went through DDP yoga and, you know, got clean. Same thing with Jake the Snake, got clean. Look at Jake the Snake now. You would have told me 20 years ago this would be the Jake the Snake I see in 2021. I would have told you, you damn liar. But I'm happy to see the old man like that. Still evil as ever. And I love it. I just, I can't. I can't understand why somebody would bully Naomi to the point that she has to deactivate social media. And two, I don't understand why is Jimmy not seeking help one of the the, the 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 biggest problems we have as humans is saying i need help along with i'm sorry now right now is the time that he has to say i'm sorry and i need help but you know he may not he may believe you know as uh some people do that they have it under control but I think we're, we're getting, if this isn't the point, we're getting close to the point where it's going to come to, like it has before for others, Vince making that decision that, hey, if you're not going to go do, then I'm going to have to remove you from liability to the company. Because all it takes, and thank the Lord that it hasn't happened already, is for him to hit uh you know a, a kid or a pedestrian or to hit another vehicle and cause you know a, a fatality we don't want it to be to the point to where that is the the trigger that says well maybe i should get some help thankfully we haven't had that happen and the police have magically always been there uh but you know vince is going to have to make that decision from a liability standpoint because if that was to happen, and then they say, well, we're going to sue you and the WWE because you represent them. And, you know, from a business standpoint, you can't do that, KG. Please, for the love of everything that's holy and great, do not turn this into a storyline. Do not do what you did to Hulk and turn this into Don't a storyline. Don't do what line. you did to Jay, Jay, uh, Jeff Hardy. Don't don't do that. 
They did the Jeff Hardy too. Yeah. Well, don't do that. Don't turn this into a damn storyline. They did it this to CM not- Punk. But you know, this- the, the superstar also has to agree to it. You know, and they were all trying to put awareness out there and things like that, which I I understand. But you know, they were especially of late with Jeff Jeff Hardy. You know, he, he wanted to put that in front of him. Maybe that was a way of him battling the demons within constraints that he can control. You know, it's almost like he's having a match with alcoholism by promoting the alcoholism in the, the storyline and showing that he's overcome it and he's better than and he's, for lack of a better term, delivered uh, from that particular vice. Maybe uh, they maybe they did. I mean, they did drop they did drop the story the last storyline that was supposed to end up being um Seamus. They never said who the uh redheaded guy was that drove the car. They never they did they never it, did it finish that. They ran its course. But they never they never said who did it though. I know, but I'm saying like but they, so they, they never really finished it. So they I mean they just dropped as far it. as they could go and then they changed over the writing team at that point, and then that was it. One of those many things that you know we know that storyline existed, but it's gone. But we don't because we don't really know if it was Seamus or not. Because there was somebody else that could, it could have been. It could have been Heath Heath uh, Slater. Yeah. Or it could have been um. Uh, what was what's the little guy's oh, name? Everybody with a wig. What's the little so. guy's name they let go and they brought back. Um, talk about um uh uh, uh Drake Maverick. Yeah, Drake, Drake Maverick. Maverick. It could have been Drake Maverick. So it, it was a few. It was a few guys that it could have been. But they never really said who it was. So, yeah, they. I don't know if they just, like you said, if the uh, writers changed up and they just dropped the storyline, or they came to their senses and was like, "We don't need to do this," you know, because this, this is just wrong. We've done it twice before, and it didn't work. It didn't necessarily work out. So, well, no, let's not Fox do this again. Also saying, yeah, no. So <laughs> it could have been Fox put the, you know, with that Peacock deal and all the other stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so they could have been pulling it for that too. So, I mean, it's a lot of different possibilities, but uh, I agree. It doesn't need to be a storyline because that'd be stupid. I mean, if anything, you know, like I said, if they have to pull the trigger on it, then they need to beat them out. And then, you know, you're gone. You're off TV until you get it together. Once you get it together and we believe that you've got it together, then you could be back on TV. If that doesn't happen anytime soon, you can go somewhere else. But, um, well, they've already set the precedent with Jeff Hardy. I mean, like you said, um, if you want to make comparisons, uh, even during that storyline, he had gone through something. He had he had been he had been arrested during that storyline right before. Yeah. So, you know, they and they kept him. I mean, they didn't you they did they kept him on television. They didn't do as much with him as they could have, but they kept him on television. So, being that they're in the middle of this major storyline with Roman being main event guy. And they're up and they're his backup. They it is heaters. You know, I don't know if they're gonna let Jimmy, they may put him in a lower capacity and let Jay kind of be, you know, the uh, more so be the more the more so uso, yeah. you know, but uh and just have Jimmy be like his backup, you know. Right now, that's what you're seeing. That's what yeah. you're seeing right now, because it was Jay who was like, look. Let's go get this dude. Let's go jump him. And Jay was kind of reluctant. Was like, yeah, yeah, okay. 
So, you know, so it's 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 leaning toward that now where Jay's Jay is kind of running kind of his kind of the enforcer at this point, and Jimmy is his heater. Yeah. So and, and they'll get they'll go up the tag titles and they might not win right away. You know, uh the the him them against the Mysterios. Now the Mysterios are back, you know, that's money. They ain't gonna give up that money, you know, on that match because they because they, they, they also they, have to think about hey man, we're about to start touring. You know, you may know the little stretch of road or something that you may be able to do, you know, 90 on and once in a while just to hurry up and get home. But now we're talking about uh you know dallas texas we're talking about madison square garden we're talking about places that yeah you can't be you know going ham on a bottle and then decide you're going to peel out but on a values if you're traveling you have a ride partner so that's where naomi could come in so they'll use jimmy up until the point where he gets his court date they'll find out what he's going to get and then they'll act accordingly. He'll end up getting hurt at some point, and then they'll they'll ship him off while he has to do his jail time or whatever the case may be. And then they'll bring him back. Yeah. So maybe well, a few days, maybe some rehab or whatever. But they'll give they'll they, they're not they they've already set the precedent, like I said, with Jeff Hardy. So they can't do any more to him than they did with Jeff Hardy. True. Well, hopefully off this Twitter thing. That'll give the push to Naomi. And, you know, if they're going to push him in the background, then she'll actually get some more foreground time uh, just to show that, you know, okay, we understand that you're getting screwed over. Well, let's not do that to you. Just, you know, that guilty by association type thing. Yeah. But if we're doing rants tonight, I felt kind of compelled just off of uh, the message that you sent earlier uh amongst us to create a new segment and it's so new that we put two eyes in newbie <laughs> so it's newbie in uh the newbie in <laughs> uh, because you apparently felt really strong about what happened in the women's tag division uh this week on uh wwe side of things so i'm gonna let you just go ahead and paint the picture james and then you could go ahead and tell us how you really feel and you're now one eye nubian rant had to take a drink on that <sighs> okay so we were looking at smackdown right mm-hmm they own Natalia and Tamina come out and they say they've been told that they have a match, but they don't know that they know that it's a non-title, but they don't know who they're wrestling. So they come out and they're like, okay, you know, whoever it is, come on, bring it on. You know, we ready. Music starts up and it's Shotzi Blackheart which is not a bad choice. Okay. We've kind of expected her to be moved up at some point. Cool. Okay. But then she's on the tank and I'm looking and they got a lot of smoke and everything, you know, from her entrance and everything. And I'm looking for 
Ember Moon, but it's Tegan Knox. Now, I got nothing against Tegan Knox. Okay. The woman with the shiniest wizard. Okay, cool. You mean, yeah, you, you, you're a nice wrestler. You're, you're good. You're, you've been around the independence for a while. I've been, I've been seeing you, and you, you've been doing pretty well. But for you to come off of a nine month injury, it could have even been a year. I can't remember. It's nine months nine to months a year. But for you to come off of that injury, not doing anything, and to get moved up over Ember Moon with that with a as an established tag team with Shotzi Blackheart, <sighs> that's too much to that. There's too many. There's too many things going on with that to make that right. Mm -hmm. I mean. One, you just like I said, you just came off of that injury. Two, you got a major storyline with um, Candace LeRae. Where is that going? What you just they just shut that down? And then where's Ember Moon in all this? What are you gonna? What, what's going on? You 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 take her tag team partner. She's not established in the women's uh, title, uh, the NXT women's title picture, really. Uh -uh. So, are you going to you, you going to make her like number one contender? Is she next in line? What are you doing with Ember? I mean, uh, granted, yes, yes. I'm going to be like, okay, who who was who was okay? So Con Conrad Thompson. I I took the time all last week to listen to. Conrad Thompson's new podcast with Jeff Jarrett called My World. If you haven't, and I'm sidebar, if you haven't listened to it, you need to start listening to it. It's only 10, it's 10 uh, episodes right now going into the 11th. Two through eight break down like a compound, like a fraction, break down how Jeff Jarrett created TNA. If you want to know how to create a wrestling for organization, just listen to the My World podcast, just episodes two through eight, and he lets you know exactly how he did it, what he did to the letter. Okay, so that's my plug, Conrad Thompson, you the man. Okay, back to. I'm not understanding where they are going with Ember Moon. I don't understand why they left Ember Moon off. And then later in the show, they announced that they're bringing Tony Storm in. Now, that is under I understand now. Tony Storm should have been moved up two years ago. In my mm -hmm. opinion, she should have been moved up from NXT UK. As far as in my opinion, because she's that good. Yep. And she's thicker than cold grits. So there's that too. <laughs> but my whole argument in this whole situation is the way they did Ember Moon. Now, folks are gonna say, 
wait for it it's gonna happen let's see what's gonna happen with the with, with the storyline you know they're gonna they gotta do something with her she should have been moved up with Shotzi. there's no reason for making the fact that uh natalia and tamina lost the match clean Get, getting to that okay getting to that because that made but my sense. but my but 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 my main but I'm just I'm just emphasizing my main situation. My main argument was how they did Ember Moon. But going into that, the fact that they had Natalia and Tamina lose to Shotzi and Tegan, with Tegan getting the pin on Natalia, clean. Mm-hmm. What what what's going on with in, in, in my words? What the fuck just happened? I mean, really. I can't explain it. And you can kind of in, in hindsight, hindsight being 2020, you can actually see when when Natalia and Tamina came out that there was something wrong. Yeah. Something was about to happen. You didn't actually notice it at first, but if you go if you go back and you look at the promo that they cut right before they came, uh, Shotzi and Tika came out, you could actually see that something wasn't quite right. Like they yeah. didn't agree with what was going on. Like something was about to happen. Because Natty's at finally at that point to where she realizes she has a stronger voice and opinion. To the point to where she's like, yo, this is some dog water. I put a lot of people over. I've trained a lot of people and then put them over. But I'm finally getting my just due. And now you're going to put, uh, we're going to put them over, which is the precursor to us losing the tag team championships. Right. Which goes back. Not to get it back immediately. Which goes back to what I was saying about the tag titles. What's the point? in having an NXT Women's Championship if you're going to do this. If they were going to do that, they should have had a storyline where the three of them, Shotzi, Tegan, and Ember, got together and formed maybe a faction. And then had Shotzi and had all three of them in some combination wrestling to get to the tag, the NXT tag titles. Mm-hmm. Why send them over to to SmackDown just to bring them in like that? That's not how no. you. That's, that's not how you bring them in. Not no, against them. No. Not against them. Not against the tag t- champions. Oh, yeah. Give them somebody. Give them somebody like the number one contenders. Give them but somebody it, that's in the contention. Name a female tag team on SmackDown that could be the number one contenders. Let's see how long it takes. That is a tag team. They could name anybody. It's the WWE. They make up the whole the whole point. The whole point of a writer. The whole point of a writer is to make the fans believe what they want them to believe. So they could they could go and dig up Moolah and fucking. May Young and make them number one contenders. No, what, what I'm saying is that just exposed 
what their problem is also it's the same problem in aew is that there's no depth in that division to have the tag team championship when you don't have any tag teams if they would have had some tag teams there and they came and debuted against you know you know Susie a and Susie b beat them and then next week yeah okay they they started talking some trash and then now they got a match but, yeah, you just answered, okay. but you just answered your own question. You just Why answered your own question. Shotzi, Shotzi and Tegan Knox are not an established tag team. I, I agree, but that's what I'm saying. They, that's where the So they can is. put together any two women in SmackDown, make they them a tag team. They don't have enough. That's what I'm saying. But they have they have some though. They have they some. Have some. But if they take the sum and put them in the tag team, then you now have no strong contention for the singles championship. They need more depth. A. B, the major, the, the problem that you didn't even think about probably is that you can just call this SmackDown the go-home show to live fans. So the problem next week is going to be how are the fans going to receive them over Natty and Tamina? Who's going to get the pop? Because that's going to determine what's going to happen next and who's going to have the championships. If Natty and Tamina are still getting the pop that they had at WrestleMania and Shotzi is getting the, what she had in NXT, then they're not going to put the belts on them. Natty and Tamina is secure. But if that tank comes out and they lose their minds, Natty knows it's a wrap. It is a total wrap. So next week is going to be the key to figuring out for all of WWE where we're going to go between Friday being a, the, the first one, the first drop in the bucket to WrestleMania. That's how serious of an impact the fans are because there's no more piping. I forward you guys a, a picture of excuse me, the, the Thunderdome being disassembled. So unlike AEW, which we've already got the litmus test, so we know exactly who's going to be what and how it's playing out, who's super over, who the fans are starting to believe in and get behind. WWE cannot, they're about to lose control of everything. What's up, KG? I just wanted a quick question because you said something about the Thunderdome. Uh, did you get your check for that? A check. It Man, was your idea. It was your idea. <laughs> Check. They blocked me from getting in. Well, let's not even talk about that. It, it, I mean, this is this is it, we got it on wax, man. This was your idea. Yep. And tweeted. Push okay, so around so the room. So I got a question. Since we are now at the end of the Thunderdome era, what are you two guys going to miss? about the thunder about them being in the thunderdome is there anything that you're going to actually miss truthfully for me the production of all the monitors i think those situations with bray wyatt it made it more intense because you could do things in the background that extra added wall i guess for lack of a better term um i'm gonna miss other than that that's about it kg the access being able to be there without being there that's the only thing that i'm gonna miss but i myself 
like the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. I forget what it was. I mean, for a couple pay per views, I was I was on for a pay per view for a little while. So I actually got to quote unquote participate in a WWE pay per view, but I moved, and they cut me off. So. I mean, but I, just being able to be there without being there, that's the only thing that I'll miss. Other than that, pay Don Rodriguez his money so we can get the hell out of here. <laughs> Please. We can't get out of here yet. We got one more segment. but uh, <laughs> Nah, I don't mean us getting the hell out of here. I'm talking about, you know, we like to move to, you know, bigger studio where we, you know, we, we can do something a little bit better, a little yeah, bit I'll more professional. I mean, I, I mean, this we is good. This is great. We can make it do what it do. James? We, Answer your own question, man. Well, I'm going to actually miss being able to hear the actual match. I like, I enjoyed listening to the wrestlers, listening to the sound of the ring, listening to, you know, the, the wrestlers kind of talk amongst themselves. And that was actually talking about. No, 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 no. I'm not actually talking about the wrestlers talking to each other. Yes, what I'm saying during the pre-piping of the audio, you could clearly hear it. Yeah, exactly. You could hear you could hear the wrestlers talking to each other. You could hear the referee speaking to the wrestlers. You could hear the actual mat. You know the you know the, you could hear them coming off the ropes. You know mm-hmm. you you could hear. I I enjoyed the actual. You know even because I list I watch Mexican wrestling. I watch Japanese wrestling. You know. Sometimes I just turn down the volume because I can't understand the announcers. So I just turn down the volume and I just watch the story that's being told in the ring. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can I can I can actually watch wrestling like that. A lot of folks can't. A lot of folks need that background in their ear to kind of relate to what they're watching. But I don't need yeah. that. So it, you, yeah. to be, to, now. But the main reason I asked that question, because the main reason I'm going to miss the Thunderdome. There was this light-skinned girl, this woman, who was always at the bottom right-hand corner of the ring on on the monitor. She had this curly hair, light skin. She was just cute as hell. I would miss, I would look for her every show because she was fine as hell. And she they she was actually on on two monitors Friday. She was always on SmackDown. She was never on Raw. She was always on SmackDown. So I'm gonna miss her. I, I'll call her my my curly cue. I'm gonna. I know she's not missed. I know she's not listening. She knows probably. She probably doesn't know anything about this podcast. She probably works for James. If she does, if she does, then good for her. And keep your mouth shut. Don't be talking out. Don't be telling tales out of school like old girl did. The writer. So keep your mouth shut. But yes, I you young lady will be what I miss the most about the Thunderdome. Thank you for that uh, creepy response. Um, yeah, he's a stalker. KG is a stalker, so it's, it's good to know. And I'm a funky walker. Whoa, how did I get put into this? I did uh, nothing. You are still stalking Jordan Grace to the point of delivering packages. Uh, he can't deliver packages to her. She's not, she's not in Maryland anymore. She live in Texas. I don't deliver to Texas. My case. I rest my case. You already know where she is. She says that everybody knows where she's at. Everybody knows where she is. She's in. She's on Twitter. 
She's on Dang Instagram. Man. We know. Stop, put, stop putting that on KG. Stop putting that I, on He KG. put it on himself. No, he did. No, wow. he did. She I moved. Miss, I, I meet somebody famous. I meet somebody famous. Um, I didn't mark out because I met somebody famous. Didn't mark out. First thing I did was call you two guys and took. I called you two guys and told you, hey, guess who I just ran into? Yo, now all of a sudden I'm a stalker? Yeah, you was stalking, man. You was over there a lot. He was delivering. She was. She had packages. I go wherever I'm told to go. She had packages. He, had, he was responsible for her packages. She, he was, she was in You know what? Since, since, since it's out there, shout out to Gresham. One of the coolest no. motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. I know I woke him up when I knocked on the door. But it was a it was a lot of packages. I knocked on the door. He was cool about it. I didn't mark out. I knew who he was. That was it. I put two and two together. Oh, you that could have been it. like some of your asshole cohorts and just left it at the front door and didn't knock, didn't do shit. No, no you I know, for somebody stealing shit. No. <laughs> like some had, like some of the old cohorts up here with my packages. I had a bag for my they, it was it was it had to be about Eight nine packages, a couple boxes, and a couple envelopes. And I was like, "Hey, I can't leave this in." Hey, knock on the door. <laughs> hey, come get this. Mm. I couldn't do it, but he. I, I know I woke him up. It was I, probably after this workout. I know I woke him up, but the dude was so cool about it, and that's why you know. Well, he had no choice but to be cool about it if he gonna. You know, that's money. Yeah, nah. <laughs> that's I, money. No, you'd be surprised. A lot of people. Uh, can't name names, but a lot of celebrities have been delivered to and are real assholes. They're assholes to delivery people, Amazon, uh, UPS, FedEx, uh, the postal service. They're assholes just to be assholes because they got money. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, the boss BJ always says, you know, you can talk all that trash all you want, but remember, I know where you live. You don't know where I live. And they say right money is now. the root of all evil. No, yeah. that's not the case. Money is not the root of all evil. Money just gives you access to be the asshole or the person that, that you, you actually are. are. Right. Well, I, I learned a long time ago what they say success makes you the person you really are. Because we broke as hell. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, success makes you the person you really are. Well, and I'm an asshole. Right I'm an now. asshole now. So I'll be an asshole if I ever hit the lottery or anything. If I ever get some money, I'm gonna be an asshole then too. So it's all good. Uh, not be able to deal with you. I'm right there with you. So speaking of uh, asshole, so don't say I changed. Don't say I changed because <laughs> I'll be the same asshole then that I am now. <laughs> I'll be like, well, you got some money, and I swear he looked taller. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit though. You're still shorter than me, James. Congratulations. So well, both of y'all shorter than me. So what yeah, that say? I'm short. I'm shorter than you, but I'm more of a man than you. Wow, I'm gonna have to prove that. Uh, well, just don't and don't say because you got a whole bunch of kids. That don't mean shit. <laughs> oh my god! Just please keep your clothes on. <laughs> no, he gonna get naked. Keep your clothes on. Keep your clothes I'm on. I'm trying to go to the next segment, sir. Oh Lord Jesus! Jeez, like, can I get there? <laughs> we did. So. Unfortunately, we lost a good one this week for about a nine-month span. Uh, it was announced yesterday that Bailey uh, has uh, torn ACL that she did during a performance center uh, training, mandatory uh, training. So I'm assuming that 
considers under the auspices of you got injured in a WWE ring, so they're paying for it. So that'll be a good thing. Uh, but that poses a problem. So we know this Friday on SmackDown that Carmella was interjected into that match against Bianca Belair. But the bigger question that I want to pose to you guys is, does this mean that Bianca's title reign is truthfully locked in well beyond SummerSlam? Because, you know, I was I was giving her with Bailey, they could still feud, but she could stand to lose the title and get it back. But now that Bailey's gone and we still don't know where Sasha Banks is, she's it. And we're going to live. So that, that's quite a few shows in Texas, as we talked about, Florida that we talked about. MSG is in September. Um, so you're going to need big money from the female side of things. And she's printing it hand over fist. So does this mean now that she's got carte blanche to really punch her ticket to remain champion at WrestleMania uh, or up to WrestleMania? And maybe, depending if, let's say, not wishing it, but if the rehab doesn't go well, she could be the storyline that her and Bailey are going to collide, but they both had the same amount of consecutive days as being SmackDown Women's Champion. So Bailey can no longer hold that as her accolade when they're going to, to wrestle each other on the day that Bianca would beat her in longevity of championship title reign. So that could become a storyline that Bailey's saying, I'm back, but I'm not going to let you beat my record. And that's, it won't be WrestleMania, obviously, it'll be, you know, have to be a whole year plus, but that could be something that comes out of this. So I wanted to pose that to you guys. KG? I'm going to go ahead and say it. it didn't matter if Bailey got hurt or not. Bianca Belair is white hot, baby. She is over. There, there, there is no there is no end. There is nothing. There, there, there is no, oh, this is only going to last this long. No. She is white hot. She's at the ESPYs right now with a dress on that she made. And that dress is smoking, too. The that, girl that, dress, that dress is on that dress is on some Jessica Rabbit joint. Man, come on. Where's your wife? Where's we your wife? We where's Natasha? Sis. Sis. Natasha, hey. Come get your husband. We, we know you're watching. We know you're watching. Come get him. Come get him. Bailey and Bianca without me getting in the mood. Mm. He turned off his mic. He turned off the camera. <laughs> the swerve I, knew, is real. I knew it was I knew something was going on because he was just complaining about KC turning his camera off. And now all of a sudden, get your husband. Get your you know husband. I, I I do you one better. Hold on. Finish what you were saying. As a matter of mm. fact, KG, where your wife at? In the room. Cause you know, it, 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 see when he get naked, the wives thing go off. Like if you touch the 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 the, the, the thermostat for men, it's when he get naked. I'm trying. I'm, look, I'm trying to. I'm trying to pull her in get here. Her, get her. Get her. Somebody get this dude. Cause I'm about to get him. <laughs> Somebody please get it's this guy. Week, baby, it's NWO week. NWO week got nothing to do with you having your titties out. 
Lord, I can't find the stream. Where is the stream? Did y'all finish what you're saying so we can wrap this up, B? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Get it. Get him. Get him. Cut it off. What? I can't cut it off. What do you mean? Cut it off. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> didn't I say no shenanigans? I didn't. But, I have my clothes on. I say what, what, what did I say? I got a scarf on. Why is that again? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I, I, didn't I tell you things? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Get Get him. Him. Show up, they both show up. Get the unicorn! Get the unicorn! Get the unicorn! Look, 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 look. Mm. Oh, Where's the daughter to choke him out again? Oh, oh Lord! When one show up, they all show up. Man, put your shirt, put something on. Put that apron back on or something. I'm trying to I'm trying to help y'all get y'all wrap it up moment in. Are y'all done? You finished with the Bailey segment? Oh Lord, I'm gonna go ahead and ease on over here. Uh, where, where, where we at here? Uh, somebody tell FJ to put his shirt on, man. I'm trying to do my thing, man. Got my scarf going on and stuff. I'm over here doing it on, man. Yeah, but he wears a Burberry scarf. That's different. That's right. Get him. Get him. Get him. The people says Don Rodriguez is getting abused with the unicorn. Get him. Yeah, get him, girl. Get him, girl. Get him, baby. Get him, baby. That's what I'm saying. Get him. I'm not trying to do kids. Get him. Get him. Get oh, him! No, no, get him! I may have to use a scarf, which means I'll be exposed. Get him! Exposed! Get him! Get him! Get him! I'm totally exposed. Oh my god! I think that'll be our go home moment for the night. Oh lord! Cover the nips. Cover the nips. Oh man! Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go ahead and finish what you were saying, KG, about Bailey. Bailey I'm covered up. I'm covered up. Wait, Bailey is uh I'm covered up. Bailey's gonna be missed, but that doesn't mean she had to be off TV. Let's just say that. Oh, oh snap, what is that? God dang it, where's my scarf? Does anybody see? Y'all she doesn't it. have to be off TV. Yeah, uh, I got the scarf. What the heck is going on? Oh my goodness! Dang. Oh, is that? It's what all gone. Gosh. Clipped. What That's the hell? Wait, 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 What is that? I thought, I thought that was a scoop. It's taco meat. It's taco meat <laughs> on the floor. It's a meat right there. Oh my god! Nobody stripping me. She got the taco meat. What the? Look at Ruby Miami with it. Help me. Help me. Hey, man. I got my MJF scarf on. There you go. Oh, my God. Help me. Somebody. My oh, taco meat is better than yours, and you know it. Mm, mm, mm. Aren't you wrapping that up? <sighs> okay. I, now, I, I, I was talking I, about Bailey, but. As far as. Well, you, you done, KT? <laughs> Oh, 
Lord Jesus. Oh man, I hope my mama ain't watching. Oh, uh, we're gonna send mama, it to her. Don't worry about mama. it. Yeah, we'll send it to her. Somebody call my mom. We got because we gotta escalate this. We gotta yeah. escalate this. This, this. The wives are the, the wives affect uh, are not as effective as we thought they would be. So mm. we have to escalate this. Uh oh, you have to bring your mama into it. Wait, we 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 we. Uh -oh. I, I promise next week I'll shave. How about that? I'll shave it. Is that what you want? <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! I got something for y'all. Hold up, hold up. Man, you you you're doing too much. About to give it to what you, you doing now? All right, hold on. Uh, this, no, this be a little, it's gonna be a little controversial. No, no, don't, don't, you don't. Oh, please. Got a salt bed. Got a salt bed. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 look. There you go. Grounded. Uh, All that taco meat. <laughs> Had to season it. McCormick. Oh my god, it's kind of hard to fire him because he is the producer, he is the writer, <coughs> he, he, he takes a lot of pressure off me on the weekends because I don't know. Ooh, James, why are you putting my business out on the street? Ooh, Lord. Hey man, that's not a bad deal. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be you and that unicorn tonight, buddy. Hey man, that's where the PlayStation <laughs> is. So it's all good. James. Wait, you don't have your PlayStation in your bedroom. No, I got a Xbox Series X in the bedroom. Come on, man. Oh, shit. Never mind. Let me shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shut my damn mouth. Hey, man. Y'all ain't wrapped this up yet. Y'all still trying to get me in trouble, man. No, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. Hey, James. You get yourself in trouble. You better Look, wrap it up before I go to the next level. If we got to take a ride down there to, to go no, get a man. It, take it to the next level. Do what you do, man, because your wife is right there. So, you know, you may, hey. You may have to see the, the, uh, the back crack. Now, if you want to talk about some hair, Ooh, oh my God, Lord. Oh, man. You can plait that. I'm telling you, man. Braids and everything. Okay, look. Like, Thank KG, you. like KG was saying, you know, even though she's hurt, they can still do vignettes with her, you know, all, all, off, off out of the ring, you know, doing segments or doing promos, cutting promos, whatever. But this is more so going to be their reason to bring Becky back in earlier than usual, earlier than they probably planned to. So they'll bring Becky in. I'm about to get a blue seal. You are not giving a blue seal. I am getting a blue seal. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, blue steel. That gun she's about to put in your mouth. <laughs> they, may, they may have qualified for Magnum. You're right. Go ahead. Go ahead. So yeah, expect expect sometime sometime in the near future. Probably within the next three to six months to see Becky to see Becky back. And and they'll have her going up against Becky. Cause like I said, the the the, the most oh god Jesus. <laughs> that blue seal. I gave it to you anyway. Yeah. I hope you can handle it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, Cause I, I swear I was like, I don't want to know what blue steel is. And then he's talking about Magnum. It's <laughs> qualified as Magnum. The, I like you're pushing a fart out. I, I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. Lord it was powerful enough to stop James from talking. So I think oh, uh, no. that's all y'all need right now. Yeah, James almost finished his cigar anyway. So, oh my God. Wrap this look, up yet. Look, we trying KG, to. You just keep getting KG, even, KG, even though we have lost everybody, <laughs> except for probably BJ, because he's probably going to want to talk to us after this is over. <laughs> 
Oh, Lord. Could you please tell everybody where they can find us if they still want to after tonight? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You I'm can catch can the, the, the Sideline Junkies as a whole, every show, including this one right here, that has gone completely off the rails as it does around about the hour and 25 minute mark. Um, You can Facebook uh, Sideline Junkies Colon Podcast, also the Facebook group Sideline Junkies 24-7. Um, Instagram Sideline Junkies, Twitter Sideline Junkies. Uh, YouTube, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm just discombobulated right now, so please forgive me. YouTube, of course you can hear us on every streaming platform, all the majors, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, uh, Owltail, Podtail, just, jeez, I don't even want to get in the tail. But uh, you, can hear, <laughs> you can hear us everywhere you listen to podcasts. You can see us damn near everywhere. But I, <sighs> Jesus. And uh, before we get off the air, and I know I don't do this way enough as I should because they shout me out all the time. I want to give show some love to our um, sister podcast, which I consider our sister podcast. The uh, Straight to Tape podcast with my boy Perry and my boy Rob. And um, they shot Perry, us out now. They plan on coming on the naked episode too. I mean, you know. No, well, no, they ain't gonna come on on the naked episode with you taking your stuff off and all that. They, I'm trying to get them to come back on. They ain't gonna come on with your crap like that. But Perry mm-hmm. and Rob and my girl they're on every Sunday on uh, Facebook Live and on Twitch. And on other podcasting um, outlets, you know, they'll be on Sunday at two o'clock. They'll be on tomorrow. Uh, they'll be talking about a lot of uh, social subjects and um, a lot of things that are relevant to life in general, uh, as far as the news and um, social events and social things going on. So, um, shout out to them. Uh, they shout me out on every pretty much every show. So, I want to show them some love tonight, and I'll try to do this more often. You know. To promote them a little bit more on our show because they are really good to us and they they uh shout us out all the time so uh shouts out to you all and uh everybody listen to them on tomorrow at two o'clock yep for y'all show i'll keep my shirt on please do but i will say this i, I would love to have everybody from straight to tape back on again please because that right there i was one saturday night i said nothing Nothing. And I tried to bring him in. <laughs> I tried to bring him in. Uh-uh. He still didn't want to say that. No, because <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm going through the book and I'm writing stuff down. I'm like, as everybody's talking, I'm like, wait, that really happened? I don't remember that. I'm looking it up, man. I'm just, it was just nothing but it was straight knowledge drop that whole entire episode. And I think I think that that's one of those episodes. I always say it when you know when we get off air. Don't matter what uh, show it is, when it gets good, I always say, man, we can go about four hours. We probably can go eight. But that was a show we probably could have went into the wee hours of the morning because nobody was sleepy. Everybody was amped up, and it was just so damn good. And Perry is a big fan of TNA and Impact. And knows a lot of and has a lot of knowledge about TNA and Impact, so it would be probably good to have him come on, you know, and just do an Impact segment or a show 
uh, just to you know to kind of tap his brain on what's going on with them. And uh, Perry, if you're listening, like I said earlier, uh, my world with Jeff Jarrett and Conrad Thompson, I know that's something that you need to be listening to. So check that out. So uh, I, I guess because the, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez is partially naked, he he looking real Miami ish. Got the taco meat out there. So well, he did uh, mention I think that GTA uh, six will be out in right around twenty twenty five, maybe twenty four, and they're going back to Vice City allegedly. So I got to get my uh, Crockett tubs on. You going back? I got my thoughts on that, but. Speaking of which, I need to talk to you off air to People's Choice Don Rodriguez because we did some things and I think we messed up. I think we messed up really, really bad. Oh, God, in division or, or yeah, yeah, I'll tell you about that in a minute. But uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, please, 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 please come back. Please come back. What's supposed to be? Please come back. Please come back. What I know. I know we've gone off on a tangent, as we always do. Mm, this is mm, probably mm. the worst it's gotten <laughs> since I've been on the show at least. But yeah, please. If y'all come back, come back. If y'all come back, I will put these back on. So put it this way. Back, oh Lord. Put it this way. You come back, I swear. <laughs> this, this, I'll sing. I, I'll I'll sing. Baby, come back. <laughs> You Amen. can blame it all on me. You know, all that. <laughs> Woo! Sing it, child. Sing it. <laughs> See, but uh, don't forget to join us tomorrow. Is that for a Dookie Stain? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Was that a Dookie Stain I just saw? No, no, no skid marks up in here, man. No, no monster truck streaks. No. We, we, we got to go. On 22s. You need to I'm repay your Hershey Highway. I'm going to put these back on uh, before I get a beat. So okay. we, we 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 join us tomorrow for the Sunday rise. Um talk a little bit. I, I, I'm, I'm trying. Uh we're gonna I'm gonna have to try to get the uh the the, 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 the midnight rider. Try to get the midnight rider in here tomorrow, uh, along with our Olympic quarters correspondent mm -hmm. Lady C. So uh be on the lookout for that. Got a couple questions for him uh pertaining to some things, but uh until then. The naked one is the, the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. The cool one with that damn Stackhouse jersey on is the, the Nubian Sumo, James, and me. I'm just I'm just the innocent little lamb in this den of wolves. I'm the big guy, KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace.